Bonjour, and welcome to the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 18th of June, 2018, and I'm Terry, and joining me as always is Darren. Good evening, Terry. Good evening, Darren. A Monday record. A Monday record in the middle of June. Where did that come from? I So... What? <laughs> this is how sad it is. I now I, I, I judge time by when the Xbox games are, are available. So it's like, <laughs> shit, was that, was that 16 days? <laughs> hang on. <laughs> it's scary. It's just like, hang on. So basically, twice a month, I fire up Christina's Xbox One uh, to download the games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I feel like I only did this yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going so quick. E3 has been and gone, which... yeah. It's is weird because that's kind of like a game as Christmas, and it's it's been and gone, and until next year, oh, it's so weird, Darren. But how have the past two weeks been for you? You know what? They've been they've been pretty good. Hell yeah. Um, haven't got a lot done in the old entertainment world, uh, okay. but we'll discuss those later. Um, I did do the Warrior Assault. Oh, okay, how'd that go? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was it it. Basically, these guys are over in Ireland, and this is the first one uh, in the UK. Or or I should say in Britain, or or whatever you want to call it. England. Mm, Let's go with England. England. Yeah. And it's not bad. For a first attempt, it wasn't bad at all. Um, They they were good enough to say, hey, so we're not having many people come in, so everybody can invite somebody for free. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I was already doing it with Mate Nick, and uh, we bought the tickets. And uh, Tom, uh, one of the guys that does Tough Motors with us, uh, he he literally lives just around the corner from where they do it. Oh, okay. And I'm like, do you want do you want a free ticket? He's like, yeah, I'll have a free ticket. So the the three of us did it, and nice. it was it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, I mean, I've done quite a lot of these obstacle races now. Um, so there's a lot of pretty much standards. So you're climbing over stuff, or you're climbing under stuff, or you're climbing through mud. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty standard. This was very much the same apart from two standout things uh one was a 20 foot inflatable wall which you had to climb up with a rope like a la 1960s batman what the fuck <laughs> yeah that was lots of fun um and then you you get to slide down the other side and and into a pool of water which was awesome fun that sounds yeah that sounds even better just the sliding down on a inflatable slide yeah, and the other thing was um, <laughs> you actually got to put on a life jacket and they threw you down the rapids and you went down what? the rapids. Yep. <laughs> uh, but that was that was so much fun because I was, I was going down this thing uh, like tubing style because like, right, we'll, we'll just kind of be buoyant, put your feet up and just kind of float down. Mm. So you're kind of doing that and, and all of a sudden they hit this rock and I think it's meant to be there to actually create the rapids. Okay. And I kind of got stuck, so I kind of pushed myself off. And then I kind of just spun around in a circle. And it was just like blade tubing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of, all right, okay, I start moving. And I start going down this side. And it's like, right, no, 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 you, you want to go down. Uh, and when you see somebody coming flying at you in a kayak, you know you've gone the wrong way on a rapid. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I mean... Um, I swallowed some quite nasty water, um, oh. but all we all did. I mean, uh, I, I was following Tom through these rapids, uh, and the guy's, not that way, though. and Tom kind of sets off, <laughs> and the rapids just took him, and he ducked in the water, and he got soaked. Oh. Nick spun around, he fell over because he was laughing. <laughs> I went <laughs> flying down after him. He was, he was hilarious. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like you had a lot of fun, apart from the kayak potentially kind of 
coming aboard your face. Yeah, well, yeah. So <laughs> when he, when, yeah, so when he kind of dragged us out, it was like, yeah, welcome to White Whitewater rafting. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Second round. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. Let's see. Uh, did some gardening. Uh, I think I mentioned it last time. We basically got a load of bramble at the back of the garden, mm. which is fine. I think it's been there like since the house was built. But we decided to get rid of it and put a fence up. Um, and that has just been very time consuming. Because it's about four metres deep, we found out. Uh, we had to go back up four metres before we found our perimeter. And it's just like, oh, well, that's fine, because I've only got 20 metres of this bramble to go through. Y- yay. <laughs> so absolutely <laughs> exhausted. Um, burnt through a, f- a fair few tools. Mm. But we're almost there. We're almost there. And it's looking good. Good shit. Let's see. Last last week I did some, I did some volunteering, Terry. What? Yeah. Our, our company's very good. They'll allow you to have three days volunteering a year uh, just for freeze and shits and giggles. Okay. So we ended up in uh, Matlock, in the middle of the Derbyshire countryside, and we were building stone walls. Okay. Uh, apparently, we're on the land of uh, Florence Nightingale. It was something, something history, something, something walls knocked down, something, something. We need to rebuild them, and I learned how to build a dry stone wall. So you'd be doing that, like building All a farm around, around your house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, quite selfishly, I was like, oh, I'd love to learn, know how to do that. So I put my name down for it and I was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, here we go. And, it, and right, spoilers, it's literally two piles of rocks leaning against each other. In a, Imagine quite a tall A, imagine that, um, and you just kind of pack the middle with smaller stones. Like and it. that is a dry stone wall. There you go, you see. Yeah. So you'll be doing that. You will actually be doing that now, will you? Yeah, yeah, I probably yeah, will. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there was that and then um, just finally so you know last episode I was on about the dilemma about the Garmin and the Apple Watch and Mm. which one I'm going to go with and so anyway things have progressed I no longer have that previous Garmin device I no longer have an Apple Watch Uh, okay so I exercised my right as a consumer and uh, I got this very generous 30 day Money back guarantee. <laughs> All right. See, there's a Garmin, and right, I know it looks like it's been through a load of mud and swamps, and don't worry about that. <laughs> Can I have my money back, please? And they give me a full refund, which was nice. Oh, there you go. Um, Apple Watch, I sold that for 175 quid. Bloody hell. Which isn't bad for a two-year-old watch. And I went out and bought a brand new Garmin, uh, one that has got all the bells and whistles and a battery life that I think will outlast me. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's its own separate ecosystem. Isn't yeah, it? so there's a Garmin ecosystem that feeds into Strava, uh, so they all talk nice. I, I've I've now decided that I, I kind of watch WWDC, mm. um, and I thought, uh, and they were on about the next watchOS and how they're kind of doing some fitness stuff, and it occurred to me after I watched that, I was like, right, okay, so the Apple Watch is a very good smartwatch with with like fitness functionality, and I thought, well, what I actually need is a fitness watch that's got some smartwatch functionality. So that's what I've gone with. Uh, so I've got myself a Garmin. Um, and again, if you kind of uh, if you exclude all the all the eBay taxes and stuff, um, it's probably only cost me forty quid for this one on my wrist. Yeah, that's fair enough. And if it's doing if it's doing what you want it to do, which is the main thing. Yeah, um, I, I, I will bore people with the features, but it's got some kind of sexy features. Um, it gives you a lot of feedback on what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong, mm, which is kind of where you want to be at. Exactly. Rather yeah. than fill the three rings in. 
Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apple can stick the three rings. <laughs> oh God, when do you convert to Android, Darren? Hey, hey, calm yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. No, no, no I don't think that'll ever happen. No, um, I uh, nothing against Android, uh, but I've, I've, I, I quite like iOS. I, I, I quite like the closed system. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, that's me rattling on long enough. Uh, Terry, what about yourself? Nothing much. I've been oh. uh, on Saturday. Uh, a friend of mine was like, "Let's catch Pokemon," and I'm like, oh, "For fuck's sake!" What was that a euphemism? Did it? Did he have his <laughs> pants unzipped? <laughs> I mean, he did, but that was. <laughs> then we went out to catch Pokemon. Ah, um, right, okay. So Pokemon Go have got like a, a monthly like community event. Pokemon have got like a monthly. Um, community event fuck me so pokemon have got like a monthly community event Mm. Um, easy for me to say um so they'll have like oh catch this fucking pokemon it's in abundance and it's it's only gonna last like three hours basically we're up at greenhead park catching pokemons um well there's about 200 people shit uh from all kind of age ranges but it was mainly Young adults. People. Oh, really? <laughs> no, okay. le- legit. It was like adults with their children. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, not everyone. Uh, I mean, I was seeing. Don't get me wrong. I was seeing like teenagers there, all the way up to fucking. There was a dude that I'd swear was probably in his late fifties, early sixties. Uh, I think he was with his grandson. Um, okay. He was, he was wearing like a, a jersey, like of Team Mystic, which is one of the teams in Pokemon Go. And he seemed to be more into it than what his grandson did. Ah, I thought yeah. it's amazing how I mean, how long's this game been out for? Probably at least a year and a half. Uh yeah, yeah. I'd say if not longer than that. And it's one of those where it's like, fuck this. This thing still has an appeal to it. Jesus. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's basically me and my mate walking around Greenhead Park for four hours. Uh and doing like raids and catching Pokemon and stuff like that. You know what? As much as I was going to grumble about it, it wasn't too bad. It got Hmm. me out of the house, and I actually quite enjoyed walking around uh, Greenhead Park. It was quite a nice day, um, up until it absolutely pissed it down later on, but we weren't out at that point. Yeah, Um, sure. So yeah, that that actually wasn't too bad. So spoiler alert for what we've played, Pokemon Go was one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, Darren, I have upgraded my Xbox. I've upgraded to an Xbox One X. Okay. For the for the for the summary price of fifteen pounds. Did, yes. did did you catch somebody's Pokemon for that? Yes, I did. Um, wait. Um, <laughs> so long story short, uh, mm. mate who that runs the game shop was like, uh, my mate that I play Fortnite with. Yes. Okay. He was like, uh, right, okay, Xbox One X. You need to get one. And I'm like, I don't really need to get one. And then all of a sudden, it was like. Got to use one at two eight nine nine nine, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then it was like, well, I've got. He says I'll you know, trade some stuff in. I'm like, okay. So I traded my Xbox One S in. Yeah. Uh, I had the original Xbox One. Uh, uh, try again. I had the original Xbox One mm-hmm. uh, still in the attic with like the Connect and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, well, do you not want to keep that? And I'm like, no, I'm not fussed when I'm ever going to need to use a Connect. Um. So it was like traded those two in in a couple games and I paid 15 quid and I got myself an Xbox One X. Now, I, I'm going to have to ask the obvious question. Have yeah. you still just got the 1080 TV or have you upgraded to 4K? I have. However, I've not. I've still got my 1080. However, okay. um, 
things look better already. Hmm. And I've put in the show notes them God rays. Going from the S version of Fortnite to the X version, ah, there okay, is a okay. hell of a difference between them. Right. Okay. Um, increased textures. Uh, like I say, like the God rays and that sort of stuff. So it's like my mate's saying, like, oh, you know, fucking hell, I can't see shit when I'm looking into the sun. I'm like, it's fine. I can, everything is fine. And then you go mm. to the X version. Do you know, like, um, the Minecraft, like, the super yeah, duper yeah, yeah. graphics yeah. pack? It was basically going from, like, regular Minecraft to what the fuck. Wow. Okay. So it was, get, it was getting, like, that, oh, shit, them God rays and all this, that, and the other, and it just looks better. Yeah, sure. Um, so even being on a 1080 uh, PTV, it still looks the dog's bollocks. Okay. Um, cool. So I'm thinking probably sooner rather than later i might upgrade to a 4k yeah well now is probably a good time with all all the foosball on because it seems every advert on tv now is is a tv to watch football that's what I'm th- i've already been looking at i think because uh, my current one is a 50 i'm gonna say 51 inch lg okay uh, hd yeah. um I was looking at ones around about the same uh, of what I've got, apart from it obviously being 4K, about 500, 550. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, which is reasonable because this has only got two HDMI ports and all that. And it's like, oh, it's 4K, HD, HDR and all that good shit. And I'm like, mm, I'm so tempted. Mm. Um, I haven't dropped yet, but it's just nice to kind of um, have that upgrade. Plus the loading times are a lot better. I, I did notice that. A be lot fair. better. Um, it's one of those where it's like, you know, my mate was like loaded into a lobby and he's like, where are you? And I'm still fucking loading in. And then it loading just before the match started. And it's like, now it's like you just see everyone like stood around like fucking statues and not really doing anything. It's like, yeah. this is amazing. Um, this is the future. Yeah, right. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to increase load times and better textures and all that good shit. Anyway. We're talking about games. We might as well go straight into the next segment. Darren, let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's. Checkpoint. Darren, what have you been playing? I have now finished Zelda. So I, I did the things. Uh, so I think last time last time we spoke, I was in the last... Um, shit, I can't even remember what they're called. The, the things that do the stuff, the labyrinth things. The shrines? Nope. No? The big, the, the big beasts. Oh yeah, I know what you're about. But they were they were giving people to be screaming <laughs> at now. Saying, Darn it's a blah blah blah. Anyway, I was in the last blah 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 blah, <laughs> and uh, I've now done that, mm. and I've now done the last boss and everything like that. Then I got the bike. Oh okay. Uh, oh it, wow. Right, it handles like the bikes in Road Rash. <laughs> it does not handle very well at all. Yes, it's quick. In a straight line, but you put anything in the way, you're fucked. <laughs> so what you're telling me is the people that designed Zelda did not design that terrain with a motorbike in mind. No, no, they did not. Weird, um, Yeah, I know. I kind of wish that it hadn't been a bike. I kind of wish there had been like a super fast horse or something, because the horse mechanics worked really well. Even if it had been like Epona or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a something. Um, but I... I don't know if this bike kind of pulls me out of it. Oh, no. Yeah, so it was weird because I was like, right, okay, so I, I'm going to go to whichever village and I'll just put a marker there. And I thought, right, I'll set off. And I was 
kind of racing round. And yes, I was going fast, but I was just like, huh, this is kind of dull. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, to be fair, you've you've proper rinsed that game. I have, yeah, yeah. And, and I was I was thinking the other day that I only paid eight quid for it because I had some... Um, had some vouchers for Sainsbury's. So for eight quid, I've got like 160, 170 hours out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went back and tried. So there was there was another part of the first DLC, which is, um, you know, the place where you get the sword? Yeah. If you go and slot the sword back in the hole, um, you can go and do a trial. Oh, right. So remember the island? <laughs> yeah, I've still to complete that island yet. Right. So think the island, but kill rooms. And there are apparently 45 kill rooms. Mm. And you've got to kill everything on that level before you can move on. Okay. And scavenge what, wherever you can, and then that's going to be what you take through to you. But you start off with nothing. So it's like you kind of lobbing bombs at these people and all the rest of it, and you're trying to use some skills to try and get some chests. Um, I got through about six or seven of these things, and I was like, oh, I'm doing all right. And then I made a big mistake, and I, I got burnt. And because everything was like low level, I was using like all wood and everything. I just went up like a flame, mm. and I died. And I'm like, oh, did it put me back at the beginning of the level? No, Terry. <laughs> it put me right back at the beginning. Apparently, the checkpoints are every 15 levels. Fucking Jesus. Yep. That's harsh. Yep. So I was like, you know what? It's just taking me about an hour worth of careful stealthing around to do that. I'm not willing to do that again just now. So I, I have now parked the Zeldas. Like I say, you've had a good bloody run with that game so hmm. um yeah that's not bad yeah um then on was it sunday afternoon i was like right i'm bored of the garden i'm bored of everything i just want to i just want to sit down and play some games so i fired up uh, ea access because that's something i i rarely use but mm-hmm. i pay for every year and uh i decided to play battlefield one yeah get in on that multiplayer no uh <laughs> so i thought right let's have a go let's have a go at the story and uh, so I did the first one where it was like, right, listen, you're going to die. So just live with it. I'm like, um, okay, well, well, that's really motivating. <laughs> <laughs> so you start off as a dude and you run through this battlefield and you die. And it's like, ah, oh, right, okay. And then I think there's like five different stories. Uh, I've now completed three of them. Oh, okay. And they're all right. They're, they're not mind-blowing. Um, and back to what you were saying about the Xbox One X enhanced stuff. Uh, this is a game that wasn't enhanced. Mm. And you can tell because it looks kind of ropey. Yeah? Uh, yeah, there mm. is some stuff that looks stunning. Uh, there was a certain... I, I don't know if you played the story, but there was a certain... Uh, you followed the story of a pilot, shall we say. Mm. And there was some bits where you were in the sky and there were balloons and stuff like that. They look kind of good. But just generico land, um, generico mud, looked pretty shit, to be honest. Yeah. I I didn't play anything of the story other than, I think it was the very first war stories where it's like, um, there's a tank, we've got to take down this like That's thing, one, and yeah. it's like, I'm going to sneak through. Oh, wait, I've been caught for reasons. And then you just shoot things, and it's all foggy, and I'm like, I don't... Uh. Yeah, I'm so not fussed I, for this. Yeah, so I, I kind of battled through that one, um, and then I did the next one, which was pilot, which was all right, and then I did the next one, which was getting some super armor. And again, it was all right, but again, I'm kind of because there are only like three or four small chapters. It's just like, oh, when's this guy going to die so I can move on to the next one? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just not feeling it, but I'm going to finish it because it's. I, I think it's probably only about another two hours left of it. 
And then next one is probably going to be Need for Speed Payback because that's now hit EA Access. And I remember the, mm. enjoying the cheese. Yeah, I remember when it came out, people were saying, like, what we'd seen in, like, the uh, the Fast and Furious style cuts. Yeah, yeah. They were all kind of jizzing over. It's like, mm. oh, that's pretty much the beginning of the game and then that's done. It's like, oh, oh. Yeah, so I'm, in, I'm intrigued to give it a go. And again, for the, what is it, 17 quid a pair of year for the A-axis, it's not bad. I I played that. And no doubt Battlefield, um, Battlefront 2 will be on there within the next couple of months. So Yeah. So yeah, no brainer. Look forward to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've only played those two things. What about yourself? Video games, Darren. Let me tell you about video games. Have you been playing... Hang on, let me get... Does it begin with an F? Oh, so I've been playing H1Z1. Oh, okay. What's that? Uh, that is basically like PlayStation's answer to, well, fuck you, Xbox. If you've got like PUBG, we'll have H1Z1. Uh, oh. This is like the original Battle Royale game before. Sure, yeah, Before yeah, yeah. PUBG was a thing. And it came free to the PlayStation. And I thought, fuck it, I'll give it a go, see what it's like. Oversaturated market, maybe? Uh, I think it's as dull as shit. Oh wow! I okay. don't think it plays very well, um, oh. which is a bummer. Bearing in mind, I've had like three matches, and I was just like, "I, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna play Fortnite again because <laughs> this plays oh, better." Wow. Okay. Um, I no, I I tried it, and it was just like I can see like how PUBG and and that have kind of iterated on on this and and kind of yeah, done yeah. their own thing, but they've done it better. Okay, sure. Uh, H1Z1 doesn't really feel like it's doing anything super special. And considering, again, you've got Fortnite and that's Battle Royale and that's free and it's doing a lot of good shit at the moment, they really need to kind of... They need to kind of find ways to bring people in. Um, It seems like a more super serious version of it, but I just don't think it works. Right, okay. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned on the last episode because I tried PUBG again. Mm. Uh, they introduced the is it Miramar map? It's the like a desert map, um, and again I played a couple matches of that and I'm like, eh. I I think I think we've been spoiled by Fortnite and just how well that that runs and and how good it looks and everything. So I tried to play that the weekend, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, because it came became available on Told Switch. It did. I thought okay, yeah, I'll download it. I'll download it. Okay, I'll. I, Nope, nope, can't connect to a server. The server's timing out. Yeah? Oh, well, I'll move on. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Well, that sucks. Because I, when they announced it, uh, that it was coming to Fortnite, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to download it on the fucking everything. This is basically mm. like Minecraft now. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think my fridge can play. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I've tried uh, a few matches on Switch. Uh, they, I didn't have any connection problems, but it hey it's Fortnite on the switch and it looks good and it plays good yeah i mean this was pretty much right it's live now i'm like okay i'll download it and oh, i'll just see if i can sign in and i linked my account and it's uh, connection problems i'm like oh, okay you've not tried to play it on no did, no, did no, no 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 you no, heard about that no that's fair yep, yep. um but yes yeah, so i've i've played Fortnite as well um that's the thing um pokemon go we've already spoke about now the other one darren so at E3, uh, Resident Evil 2 got a, a... It's not even a remaster, is it? It's just a remake, It's just it? a straight-up remake. Hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I'm all, I'm all over that shit. Um, 
And then I was like, shit, I really want to play Resident Evil. So I re-downloaded Resident Evil on on the Playstations, and I started playing the Resident Evil uh, remaster, and fuck me, that game is is Resident Evil. Hmm. I like Resident Evil. Yeah, I'm quite partial. I, I, I have fond memories of Resident Evil. What's weird to me is that... Because uh, the, the, this version of the remaster came out in 2014. Mm. And how, obviously, how it works is it's got static pictures. Yeah. And kind of the character moves around accordingly. Um, yeah, the environments look like shit. <laughs> it, it looks really pixelated. Um, uh, yeah, it will do. But uh, it kind of adds to the grunginess of that game. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's a compliment to the game because that game needs to feel grungy and just filthy and dirty and Resident Evil-ish. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm powering through that at the moment. Um, cool. And it's good. I enjoy Resident Evil. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, E3 happened. It was a thing. Um, nothing really got me, like, full-on tenting. Um, no, I... Th- uh, t- to be honest, I think I think you described it... You summed it up perfectly in one word. Um, tepid. Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's perfect. There was one or two nice things, um, but it it feels kind of like it did before the announcement of the Xbox One and the PS4. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like all their A teams are away, busy in a way, and new stuff that the cat shows. And it's just like, oh, here's some safe stuff. Here's, here's the next one in this series, and the next one in this series, and the next one in this series. Mm. Now, to be fair, since E3, I mean, I, I didn't watch any of it live. I just caught up on some of the stuff later. And I have to say, um, it, Todd Howard, is yes. it? Mm-hmm. He is currently my new favorite person. Um <laughs> He knows how to uh, present. He does know how to present. Present. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, he, he, he does. He's, Todd he, Howard is he a really kind of good rocked up. He, he kind of owned that stage, and uh, it made me very excited about Fallout 76. Mm. But yeah, he, he, he was brilliant. He was genuinely brilliant. Uh, and if you compare, I'm not going to name names, but if you compare that to some of the other conferences, yeah. it was night and day. <laughs> well, yeah. PlayStation. Um. <laughs> I was quite surprised by PlayStation, but I, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those where it was just like, "It's." Uh, it was weird. I was watching uh, the 2015 conference. This is when Death Stranding mm. got announced, fucking yeah, Resident yeah. Evil Seven, all that sort of stuff. And that is probably one of my favorite E3 moments ever. Mm. It's just that entire conference because it was like. His Resident Evil, boom. His PlayStation VR, his Death Stranding. By the way, Spider-Man's here. And it was just trailer after trailer after trailer. And it's just like, this is like, right, we're in a church. Last of Us 2. Welcome to church, people. Everybody's like... (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, Uh, it just felt really... It felt super uh, low-key this time around. And it was just like, okay. I think they're saving their stuff for like PSX. Um, because they've, mm. they're having their own event in December, they can shove kind of all the bigger announcements there. But I don't know; it was just a thing. I don't know. The whole thing just fell a bit flat. I mean, I quite like the gears announcement. Or I should say, with the here's some gears, so oh, not what you thought, and here's some more gears, oh, not what you thought. Oh, here's actual gears. <laughs> I did like that. It was like 
oh my god, Gears Loco, what the... F- Wait, pop figures? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <we're> on <laughs> iOS. <laughs> Mind you, I must admit, Gears Tactics looks interesting. It does, yeah, yeah, um, it does. But yeah, I, I think Bethesda kind of killed it with this one, uh, this E3, because their, their thing of... It reminded me of, of the Fallout 4 year. I think mm. that was 2015 as well. It was mm. just like, okay, it's fucking Fallout. This is what you want, right? His fucking Fallout to your face, uh, yeah, a yeah. new Doom, and then it was just like his Starfield, and yeah, you're gonna get an Elder Scrolls Six, so don't panic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was it was fine-ish, uh, but nothing super fucking mind blowing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. E three, it's been and gone. Yeah, I, I just know a years past. I mean, the, there's I've got like one gamer mate at work that I can talk to. Mm. in the past two years I've been like oh my god there was this announced and there was this announced and did you see this and did you see this and he's like oh no I didn't see that I'm going to look at that and I'm sending links and all the rest of it this year I was just like ah, so the only thing you're going to be bothered about is there's more gears <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh is it? send me a link <laughs> and that was it yeah I mean it was like Halo Infinite and it's like oh it's the next chapter in Master Chief yeah, but, story but it was it's just like, like well, this is this is in-game footage of landscape <laughs> like <"R-> right <laughs> so the landscape's going to look nice Halo Infinite, ta-da! Yeah, uh, but so. with it not being a numbered one, is it just going to be like a Battle Royale game? Are they just going to destiny the fuck out of it? <sighs> this is the world we live in now, Darren. <sighs> anyway, that is what we've been playing. Hmm. Let's talk about what we've been watching. Checkpoint. Darren, what have you been watching? Um, few things actually. Uh, I don't know. I've just been in kind of a gaming funk, and I think it's because I've spent so long with Zelda. It's just hard to get, then get into something. It's like coming out of a long relationship. Mm. It's like you, you you don't want to dip your wick straight away. You uh, <laughs> you, you just want to take your time, get your breath back. Fucking hell, that's a way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I've been watching a few films. Um, okay. I've watched. I've now seen Black Panther. Oh, what do you think? Um, I I don't think it's as highly praised as the internet suggests. I, I still think it was a good film. Uh, I enjoyed it, and it was different for the Marvel films. But yeah, yeah, it was a Marvel film. It was a Marvel film. I, I'd say a solid seven, seven and a half. Okay. So I I enjoyed it, uh, but I don't think it deserved quite the praise that it got. Ah, uh, the, the, this is what people do. I know. I know. This is what people do. So, I just right. So, I. Oh no. So, talking about what people do, I was looking through um, iTunes last night, mm. and it was on about. I can't remember what it was. Oh, Pacific Ring Uprising. Sure. Um, so, for some reason, it's on pre-order at on iTunes uh, for seven ninety nine. I'm like, ah. Oh, I quite like the first. I, I might, I might bang down a pre-order on that. Mm. The first comment as a review for two stars. So this is two out of five. Was it somebody saying my mate went to the cinema to see it? It wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> that is a genuine review. Go and have a look at Pacific Rim Uprising. And I was just like, you people. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I know. Um, but anyway, yeah. It, as I said, it was all right. Uh, quite, quite liked Black Panther. Hmm. Now, the other one I watched, which, again, I thought was overly praised and didn't warrant it, was The Shape of Water. 
this is that fish loving film, isn't it? So yeah, exactly. And do you know do you know when we watched the trailers we went, Oh my god, that is Bioshock. Yeah. Again, whoever creates these trailers is very good at creating trailers. Bastards. This was essentially a love story. No more, no less. It it was just a fish person for reasons and a cleaner for reasons that they got into a relationship. I don't, I don't get it, Darren. I don't get it either. I don't get um, it. <laughs> and again, everybody said, "Oh, it was amazing." Yes, I guess if you like, if you like romantic stuff and things like that, and that's your type of film. Yes, if you're expecting some kind of sci-fi action thing, forget it. Right. Okay. It's it's a it's a love film. It's a love film. With a fish person. I'm, I'm going to ask you like a serious mm. question here. Mm-hmm. Can we not just get a Bioshock film? That would be awesome. I, wanna, I just want to see the world of Rapture or, or something like that. And and to be fair, this... this In the first five minutes, so I was like, this, is, it, is this going to be like a Bioshock thing? It's kind of got traits of Bioshock. And then that was it. After the first five minutes, like, ah, oh, so that's where all the trailer where it's from. from. Okay. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's now we just fish person love in some kind of lab. Never, never trust trailers. Nope, ever. Ever. So they were the films. TV-wise, we were flicking through Netflix mm. and we we happened upon Happy. Oh, okay. Now this is, it's a, it's a Netflix original, even though it's got the sci-fi logo on it. So it's probably a sci-fi original that Netflix had just stolen, borrowed, whatever. Mm. Do you think it'll be one of those where it airs on sci-fi in America, but... Quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting concept, and I genuinely love this. This was a lot of fun. Okay. You had... So combine these films. Crank. Okay, I'm with you so far. Think a bit of Hardcore Henry. Definitely, okay. Combine it with a bit of Leon. Okay. And then Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, it's that took most, a sharp left turn. <laughs> yeah, it's the most bizarre shit. You've got this dude who used to be a detective, and I, I'm not, I'm not spoiling this because this is in like the first episode. It's kind of like in the background stuff. Um, you've got a detective who was a detective who's no longer a detective. He then becomes a hitman, mm. and for reasons, um, he becomes alcoholic and full of drugs. And he's out doing his hitman stuff. But for reasons, he has a, a an imaginary friend which comes and bothers him, which is a unicorn, cartoon-drawn, animated kind of unicorn like Roger Rabbit, and he's the only person that can see it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so for, for reasons, he's got to go through and save a person. And it's eight episodes long, and it's just generally brilliant. It's just totally batshit crazy so you've got some high intensity kind of blood gut score heads blowing off and all the rest of it and then on the other hand you've got a little unicorn dancing and clapping about and singing songs <laughs> it's just like what the <laughs> fuck is going on <laughs> um but it's just really well acted and it's just a really well told story uh, i really enjoyed it it's, it's even emotional at points it's just like this is this is generally good that sounds cool yeah, uh, as I said, eight episodes get on it. It's it's good shit. I'm guessing it's like hyper stylized with it having cartoon yes, cons. Very much so. Yeah. 
I like that. I might give that a go then. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Sweet. With with Rick and Morty being done and the next season not coming out for at least a year or so, I thought, right, I'd I'd heard the words Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, it's by the same people or some of the same people. Right. Ten minute episodes. Uh, 26 episodes per season. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Cartoon Network. Um, so I, I bought the first season on net, uh, sorry, on iTunes and I'm about 10 episodes in and the characters, it, it took me about three or four episodes to get into Rick and Morty. I'm not so sure I'm sold on it yet. Mm. It's okay. And I, I can see the resemblance, um, but this is a little bit more kid focused. I'm I'm guessing with it being ten minutes, they're easier to digest. They don't get into it as much as Rick and Marty. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it feels, I guess, a bit like SpongeBob. Right, um, I get you. Uh, so I'm I'm just kind of getting my head around the universe. Um, I'll see what I'm like when I've got through these twenty six episodes of whether I'm going to continue or not. But they're not bad. But they're not Rick and Marty. Right. Okay. So yeah. And then just finally, Amazon Prime has got a new Marvel TV series because that's what the world needs, another Marvel TV series. <laughs> More superheroes, Darren. More superheroes. Well, this one is called Cloak and Dagger. And you know what? I'm three episodes in and I'm enjoying it. Right, okay. It feels a lot like the first season of Heroes. Mm. You have two people that for reasons realise that they have got powers and they're trying to get their head around said powers and even three episodes in the syllabus uh. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do uh, uh things yeah but it, it's very dark very gritty i mean we've already covered rape drug abuse um, um alcohol abuse uh self-harming it's uh, it's very dark <laughs> yeah it's a bit intense it is it is and it, but it's actually a good watch um, not not because it's got all those things in. Oh, and sadist. But no, it, it's kind of grounded. It's uh, it, it's. I'd say it's more grounded than the Netflix Marvels, um, sure. and the characters are more likable. But we'll, we'll see where it goes. As I said, three episodes. It's not bad. Hmm. No, fair enough. At least they're trying their hand at this Marvel stuff. Yeah, indeed. It sounds better. Yeah. Um, so what about yourself Tony what have you been watching so I watched a film called Vacation mm. I think it's just called Vacation it's it's. I turned um, that off after 10 minutes I made it about halfway through I it was, was like, yeah so it was a National Lampoon's va- Vacation and mm. it's like uh, they, they tried to rehash the um, so you've probably never seen the Chevy Chase one I haven't no Okay, so they tried to redo that, but the original one uh, was was genuinely a good film. Uh, this was just, it was like, uh, we're going to swear a lot and that's funny, all right? Yeah, there were, there were poop jokes in it. Yeah, well, um, I think the bit that I saw Christina cringe, I think it was like the young kid who was, every other word was fuck. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. Oh, is it going to be one of those lazy, sweary comedies? Mm, yeah. Um, there was like a visual gag at one point where there's a dick drawn on the side of, of the car that they're in and uh, the Christine Applegate and Ed Helms are rubbing, trying to rub it, uh, the, the penis off uh-huh. but spitting on the hands and then using the hands to rub the penis off. 
because funny. So, yeah, so that was the only movie I watched. Watch the E3 stuff. Yeah. Uh, so around the time I think Making a Murderer came out, I was kind of on the, I need to watch documentaries about murder for reasons, not mm. to like... Yeah, yeah. You I know. get you, I get you. Yeah. Um, so it was like I watched uh, The Jinx, which I thought was absolutely fucking fascinating. Yeah, that, that was good, yeah. Uh, and then I watched another one called The Staircase, which okay. I seem to remember talking about a while ago, uh, but they've just brought this onto Netflix. Oh, okay. Uh, but they've also added like three new episodes to it as well. So I thought I'll start watching that again. So I've watched the first episode of that, but I really I remember watching it around the time that Making a Murderer came out and yeah. it being like a fascinating documentary. So I'm, I'm going to start rewatching that. Darren, I watched the first episode of Reboot. Brilliant, isn't it? <sighs> the best worst thing on TV. Oh, man. It's so cringy. I, I, it's, right? It's <laughs> so cringy. <laughs> Um, it's it's like when they kind of go into the Iron Man esque, like kind of in the helmet sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just the dialogue, and I'm just like, and, and oh it's proper God. like bro op stuff in it. It really is, and it's just like, it's like Power Rangers, but make yeah. it even cringier. And it's yeah, just yeah. like this is the best worst thing ever. So continue with it because as as they all team up and deal with their own little stories and stuff, it's. It's genuinely brilliant. Oh, I've, I think I've watched the second episode, actually, because the AI is now a person. Yes. And she yes. talks like a, like the AI. Which is really, really weird, yeah. And they, they go through a wall for reasons, and that's where... They, uh, I know, I know. Oh, I'm going to continue with that, but Darren, mm. here, here's the surprise that I left off of the show oh. notes. Darren, I've been watching Rick and Marty. Have you now? I have. I watched a season and a half of it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> um, what a genius, weird fucking thing. Um, but I couldn't stop watching it. it, uh, it it's so there's something good. about it. It's brilliant. That episode with the Mr. Me Seeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just wants uh. to die. But he can't get his golf stroke proper, uh, <laughs> yes. so he brings more Mister Meat Seeks in to try and help him, and they all turn on one another. Yep. I think the last episode I watched was where there was like a um, like a psychic kind of slug thing. Oh right, yes, and it was yes. causing like implanted memories, and more characters were uh, Mister Poopy that... Butthole. <laughs> is that the one where we went? Right, there are only six of us. Any more than six? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, and then yeah, more yeah. people. It's like, oh, I don't, I, I don't know why I wrote down six. I just must be a number. I like, and it's just like more and more people just get introduced, and it just gets stupider. Yeah, and and then when they shoot the guy at the end, he's like, how can you have done that to him? <laughs> <laughs> it was like when they were t- like the episode starts out, and it's like an uncle you've never seen before. He's just yeah, there. Yeah. They reference yeah. him living there, but I just really. Like the fact that Mr. Poopy Butthole was a thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silly in the best way. And then after he gets shot, and then like he's in rehab, and the mum feels really bad for shooting Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> that show's really good. Um, so I'll probably continue to watch that with there only being three seasons. Um, uh, for me, I mean, season three was... 
I mean, season one and two were good. Uh, season three, they the definitely pushed the boat out, and it was just full of solid episodes. Yeah, it, it it's really good. There's some really clever stuff in it. The yeah. one where it like splits time into like different yes, dimensions. Yes, yes, that yeah. the 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 kind of sciencey stuff behind it is really clever. Yeah, um, some of the things that they do, but yeah, it's a really really good show i wasn't so sure when i'm watching it but then like i said i managed to get through a season and a half of it yesterday so yeah, yeah. um but yeah rick and Marty, it's it's super fun and it's super dumb i mean it was generally one episode and it was just like oh right okay so um right our rick and Marty is dead uh, so we'll switch to another uh, another universe and we'll just take over their lives and bury their bodies in their in the back garden <laughs> it's like what <laughs> but then a few episodes later they actually reference it and i'm like shit things carry over here yeah 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 they're just yeah. really clever i also really like the uh the episode where it's like oh i want to make my dog smarter and it's like yes. right okay uh, you'll probably regret it but right okay me and marty are off okay bye and then just the dogs take over <laughs> for reasons I don't want to be called Mr. Snuffles I want to be called Snowball like what the fuck is going on he's become self aware <laughs> shit and then the next minute they're in fucking robot suits Uh, yeah yeah that's right that show's dumb have you seen the one where I think it's season 3 where Rick tries to get out of counselling no okay <laughs> no um, when you have seen that um drop me a text right okay he try it, it it starts off with him i think he's has a a pickle that's where he is it is a pickle suspended from the garage roof <laughs> and it's just like what and this is like rick have you just done this to get out of counseling no <laughs> <laughs> but he goes through an entire adventure as a pickle it, it's genuinely brilliant the one episode i actually quite liked was the one where um, it's like oh, there's nothing on TV. So they, he brings this box in that sees like TV from like multiverses. Yeah, yeah. And it's just an episode spent around them fucking watching TV, like yeah. from different universes, while they kind of become all miserable, seeing what could have been. And again, that that gets referenced again and again. Oh, does it? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that that show is great. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad you really like it. Good. No? Yeah, Darren, challenge section. Roadhouse. So Terry, hi. I challenge you to go and watch Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Now, funny enough, I was I was watching uh, Family Guy the other night, and Peter did something. He, he, he kind of he blew up the house. <laughs> and it's <just> like, <laughs> it disappears, and it's just like Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, how how was how was Roadhouse? It was so eighties. Well, it just... Oh, so eighties. He was a he was a bouncer. Yeah. But he moved to a different town to clean it up. Yeah. But then he also did some like Zen karate shit for reasons. Yeah, and roundhouses were the way to fix everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Roundhouse. Um, it was weird to like when he goes into the new town. He goes into the double deuce for the first time. Uh, I recognised one of the bodyguards was um, actually a wrestler called Terry Funk. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's why it was, it, there was some like wrestling moves being pulled out there. But it was like, what the fuck is Terry Funk doing in this? Jesus. Um, but it was the kind of the archetypal. 
I'm going to come and clean this bar up. But oh wait, it's not just a bar I need to clean up. It's the whole town. Yeah. And there's a dude and he's a dick and he's taking this town over and he owns this town. And then Patrick Swayze takes care of it through Zen karate shit and roundhouse kicks. Yes. That is the entirety of Roadhouse. <laughs> it pretty much is. And then he goes, does the final battle, and also takes them out with roundhouse kicks. I also really appreciate that um, there was the bit with the polar bear where he pushes a polar bear over, and the guy that gets like toppled over with the polar bear just stands there for like a straight 10 seconds to let it watch it fall over on top of him rather than just step to the side. Uh, just like Roadhouse, um, <laughs> and then Patrick Swayze is like, "Oh, who is it? Uh, what the fuck's his name now? Sam Elliott." Mm, he comes right. into it and he's like, "Let's get out of here, kid." And it, I'm not, I'm not going. I'm staying. And then he's like, "Fuck this, let's go." Uh, just after the, the the bad guys like, "I'm gonna kill one of your friends." And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave you here while I take care of this." And I'm like, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Come back to the bar. He's dead. Yep. I'm like, oh no, he killed his friend. Oh, now he's going to seek vengeance. Uh, and he did with roundhouse kicks. Yep. Uh, roundhouse. And there was the bit right at the very end where the bad guy just gets shot like multiple times. It's kind of like a slower version of like Murphy's death scene out of Robocop. Yeah, yeah. And then the police come and it's like, what happened here? And it's just like, oh, I didn't see anything. Oh, I didn't see anything either. <laughs> no, arrest them all. They're in the vicinity of a dead body that's got sh- <laughs> that's just been yeah. shot to fuck. But that's not how Roadhouse is, Darren. Yep. Patrick Swayze was fucking swole as shit in this film. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's he's doing roundhouse kicks. So. Did, was this before or after Dirty Dancing? I think after. Because it, it felt like one of those where it was like he was trying to establish... He was kind of trying to be established as maybe like another like main action star guy. Mm. Um, so I kind of did have the feeling maybe it was afterwards. Maybe like, I don't just do these type of films. I can also do action as well. Sure, yeah. yeah. I think it worked. Though. I actually really enjoyed this. This is something I could sit down and watch like as a guilty pleasure thing. Yeah, absolutely. This uh, this is something, I mean, I keep referring to the Sunday afternoon films. Yeah. And I think this is the perfect thing. It, it, if you if you've got nothing better to do, and you switch on the TV and you saw this on like ICV or BBC One or something, you'd be like, "Oh God, no! I'll I'll just watch it." Roadhouse, Roadhouse. You just say that, say that the entire time through. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I actually really enjoyed it. It was uh, it was pretty good. Very good. Very stereotypical eighties action film, but it, it was it was really good. Right for your next film, mm. this is something that I've not watched either. Oh, okay. However. It's a film that was referenced in Ready Player One, and it's one of the few films that I have no idea what the reference is. Okay. So your next film is Lady Hawk. <laughs> okay, cool. This, for reasons, uh, I, I've just read the synopsis. That's all. It, it's something, something, Lady with a hawk, and it's got Matthew Broderick as a young kid. Okay. Well, it's an accurate title, at least Lady Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apart from that, I have no idea what it's about. Will you also be watching this? I will also be watching this. So okay. we will discuss this on the next show. Fair enough. And that yeah. is what we've been watching. Darren, let's talk mm. about what we've been reading. Check point. Darren, 
What mm. have you been reading? Not a lot, to be honest. I um, I finished Death Beat. It was okay. Again, the, there was a, there was a new thing introduced, something that's going to change the world a bit. Um, I'm intrigued to see where that goes, because for reasons, he's got slightly different status for reasons, okay. and that that's that's about all I can say. Um, so that's going to be interesting when we're going forward. The other one is, so I I came to I seem to be switching between Dresden and the Bosch books. So I did a Dresden book, and now it's the Bosch book time, and I'm doing the closers. I'm only about four hours into it, but it's not brilliant for a Bosch book. I do love me some Bosch, but... She's not doing it for you. No, so it kind of retired in the last book. Oh, no, sorry, it kind of retired about two books ago, but for reasons he's now gone back to being a detective. Uh, but they brought him back and put him on cold cases, so he's currently trying to solve a cold case. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... So far, it's very, very linear, and it's all about... There doesn't seem to be any action, any real soul in it as yet. It's just they're going back over the cold case and going and speaking to the people that were involved 17 years ago. Right. Which is a bit... A bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which is a pity, because I do like Bosch books, and this narrator is also pretty awesome. But yeah, let's see what happens. Um, but so far, it's just not really that interesting. No. Well, you know, out of a long, illustrious series of Dr- of Dresden books, of Bosch books, mm. you're probably going to have a stinker in there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's a stinker. I just don't think it's on par with the other books as yet. I mean, you say how many hours you're into it? Uh, four hours into a 12-hour book. It might pick up. Maybe. Probably. But I'm guessing the other Bosch books haven't followed suit. They've just been go from the start. Yeah, so all the other ones tend to start off with the crime. Mm-hmm. And then they've got to kind of obviously solve said crime. Uh, so everything's live, everything's current, everything's, you know, they, it's either somebody they're working with or somebody they're familiar with, somebody that they interview. I mean, you, you, you've seen many cop dramas. So it's just like, ah, we think it's you. Oh, you can't prove anything, coppers. <laughs> and, they, and then they go through the entire thing to prove that it's them. And then there's a few twists and turns and stuff like that. But with this being a cold case from like 17 years ago, it's just like, ah, oh, well, the guy who originally did it, well, he's retired. And this guy, well, he's dead now. So, and it's just a bit, yeah. it, it's a cold <laughs> case. It, it's not, it's not really current. So it's not really exciting, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. Even if he solves it, it's just like, oh. <laughs> 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 but you know, you know. It, yeah, it's it's just following a normal cop story. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, uh, what about nah, yourself? Nothing. I, it's been for the past couple of weeks. It's been podcasts kind of ramping up to E three, um, and just kind of been enveloped in like the excitement of that, and just a at the end. So just like oh, I got right. really downhearted. So I've not read anything at the moment. Um, I've got three credits now to spend on Audible, mm. and I'm not sure what my next listen should be. So I'm going to kind of have a look through Audible, see if I can pick just something out of left field, just some a, a bit new rather than just like a random series. I kind of yeah, want to, yeah. I, I just want to pick some and kind of hope it surprises me. But uh, yeah, so I've got three credits to spend, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had some random recommendations and a lot of them have been very good. Um, So I can point you at some of those and see how you get on with those. Yeah, I'm I mean, to, uh, I'll tell you what, have, have a look at the Bobverse. 
the Bobverse. Yeah. Is this the one that's by the dude that did the thing with the wizards? The, the no, thing? no, 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 no. So this was probably mentioned it a while ago uh, for reasons there was an. I think I think I kind of described it as Futurama, where a guy woke up in the future with his head in a jar. Oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that that that's that's pretty interesting. Um, I think that's a three book run. I've I've only listened to the first one myself. Okay. But, um, I, I've actually got spare credit myself, so I think that's one I might go back to. Mm, fair enough. I might give that a go. Like I say, I've got three credits, so yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But Darren, Ooh. yeah, enough about all that shit. Yeah, let's take a trip into the reading corner. Savage Games. Savage Games, Darren. Tell me about Savage Games. It was free and thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, actually, this is this is a PSA. Okay. Public service announcement. If you have Amazon Prime, have a look on the Comixology section because there are loads of free comics. And I nearly paid for this. And then it's like, oh, no, you can click on that button and get it free. And it'll appear in your Kindle. Yeah. And, and I read it for free. And uh, I'm glad it was free. Uh, they're not off to a great start with <laughs> with their originals. I think I think it had potential. The first the first section, I thought, all oh, right, okay, so this is just gonna be a modern day um, Jurassic Park. For reasons, you've got a dude that's going to an island and his family's there and all the rest of it. And it's just like, okay, okay, Jurassic Park. Okay, I see what we're doing. Ah, uh, no, but but actually, we, we make these things fight. Uh, these things uh, yeah we're, we're crossbreeding animals and yes. and when you see some of these animals it's like oh it's like an eagle with three eyes that's got this and, um, uh, at that point i was like hang on nope 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 but what about scorpion shark <laughs> <laughs> was that the one with the electric eel tongue i believe so yeah but you yeah. had tiger elephant so that was weird so yeah you had, you had the elephant that had like the tiger skin, but just on his back, as if it was just draped over him. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> no. But I, I remember seeing later on, it was like, it's a shark, but it's a scorpion mm. for for reasons. Um, ah. I, don't, I don't know. I think it kind of lost its way. It started off interesting, but as soon as the dude turned up and is like, ah, I'm just in here in holograph form because I can be everywhere at once. I'm like. You've experimented on yourself, haven't you? Yeah. And I was like, uh, just let's get to the bit where we get, oh, there's the reveal. Okay, okay. and everything's going to turn. Oh, everything turns. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Didn't see any of this coming. So so here's my, here's my take on this. Hmm. I can't help but feel someone was as high as fuck, <laughs> probably with his buddies. Well, give it. Going across an elephant with a... Watching Jurassic Park... Seeing the DNA splicing stuff and thinking... And then watching Animal huh. Planet. <laughs> yeah. Kind of watch, like, the episode where, like, the monkeys fuck or something like that. And then, yeah. like, seeing, like, other animals and thinking, I wonder what would happen if you put, like, a monkey and, like, a, like a, a trout together. It, it was like the, um, you know, the South Park episode. You had, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, the, the, the professor, the scientist. Mm. I'm going to create a monkey with four asses. <laughs> 
<laughs> it felt like that, the comic book. <laughs> it pretty much was that. Um, yeah. It was only 60 pages, but I hated the fact that they left it open. Yeah, I, I was just like, thank God that's done. Yeah, it was a bit of a... And this is a Comixology original as well, which which scares me even more, because it's like, if this is... I Mind you, I didn't notice there was a Marvel one on there. Yeah, yeah. As well for their Comixology originals, but uh, yeah, Savage Game, it's uh, it's a comic book. <laughs> so mm. the next one, Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is free on Amazon. Um, but I saw it was in a sale and it looked fairly interesting and the premise sounds quite interesting. Okay. So the next one we are going to read is a series called Clone. Okay. And it's about a dude that another dude walks up to his house and he's like, hang on, you're me. And he's like, oh no, there's other clones of you coming to kill you, but we don't know why for reasons. Oh, okay. Sounds interesting. It's about like clones of himself coming to try and like get his wife and daughter so he's got to try and protect his wife and daughter from himself. Okay. For reasons. So the next one is clones. And that was the reading corner. So that's it. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Darren, for listening as well. Otherwise, okay. it'd be a one-sided conversation. Yep. What? So, if you have anything to bring to the table, recommendations or anything, or if you just want to give a shit, uh, email us, podcast at checkpointdone.com. Yep. You can find us at Twitter at checkpointdone, Facebook search checkpointdone, website checkpointdone.com, YouTube, if we're still, if YouTube is a thing anymore. Is YouTube a thing anymore? I don't know. Mm. Um, we're on there. Uh, personal Twitter's Darren is at D5120. I, but Foxhander are one. And until the next episode, au revoir. Goodbye.